0: 18 plus. even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW revoid we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the Isles Buzz podcast. This is your one-stop shop for everything surrounding your New York Islanders. And now, here are your hosts, Dan Petru and Noel Fogelman.
1: All right. Happy holidays, everybody. We got a busy show, but first check out all the fantastic shows on the Lighthouse Hockey Podcast Network, PT Isles, Islanders Anxiety, my favorite Islander game. And of course Islanders award winners. And we'll have some news a little later in the show about another show joining the, the family, Dan. Wow. I'm excited. I can't wait. Yeah, exactly. That's what we call a tease in the business. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, <a lot laughs> I didn't even new- know what was happening. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's how, uh, surprising it was. Uh, a lot of news today, but we'll, I guess, spend a couple a couple seconds on that, uh, disaster of a game last night where the owners had a 3-1 lead in the second and then, uh, the floodgates opened. Yeah,
2: Nashville's actually scored four times since we started recording.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it happens. You know, ironically, the last time a Barry Trots team gave up eight goals in a game, they won the cup. So that was, uh. There you go. Yeah, so, so there you go. Uh, games happen, you know, the goalies weren't great. Uh, the defense didn't pick up the goalies where sometimes the goalies pick up the defense, vice versa. It happens, you move on. Tough game Thursday against the Bruins who are struggling, but the Islanders seem to always have problems with the Bruins.
2: Yeah, the Bruins just really match up well. They're like a better version of the Islanders. I think what we want the Islanders to be is, is that model. They're very similar. Everything they do is just extremely similar. If they just you know, just don't have a first line that the Bruins have, yeah um,
1: exactly, but they don't have Ross Johnson, so
2: that's true first line winger I mean look, he has done everything this organization has asked. I hit the crossbar again last night. Yeah. he's created chances, he's going to the net, he's doing all the dirty work, but he has no business to be in the first line. I'm sorry, I'm over it. I don't care, huh. yeah, yeah. Barzell and Bailey are not scoring I, you know, it, look, it's not all Ross Johnson's fault, but they gotta have more talent in that first line. If you, if you tell me you're gonna play him over Matt Martin, or you're gonna go, go back and forth with Martin, or maybe Comer off, or something like that, I'm perfectly fine with that. Look, he's done everything that they've asked of him, but they, he's not a first line player, and they need more talent in the top six. But real quick, going back to yesterday, cause we'll tie a quick bow on it, and we'll move on, like the team needs to. It's just one of those games where they were just, every mistake they made, or every breakdown they had, um, went in the back of their net. And this is the funny thing about analytics, uh, that analytics doesn't show. Like the Islanders carried that game for most of the game through up when they were up three to one, even after it was four, three preds, they were still carrying the play. They carried it almost the entire night and your fancy stats will show that. But you look at the final score and it was now they got their doors blown in. So that's where, that's where, you know, pie charts and graphs can't measure you know scoring opportunities and like look you can you can only give up 15 shots on goal but if 10 of them are from are from the chances they gave up it's like it's just one of those nights and while both goalies weren't great they didn't get any help whatsoever so it was a complete failure you shake it off and you try and get a point tomorrow night i think a point would be successful
1: it's a long season these games happen and you know analytics is part of the game the eye test is part of the game you move on and just you know you you shake it off but uh a lot of news happened over the last couple of days. I guess we'll start with the latest news, which, uh, personally is long overdue. Congratulations to both Butch Goring and John Tanelli for getting their numbers retired, 27 and 91 respectively. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess we'll start with. Butch Sorry. I can't. <laughs> it's just funny. No, you can, I mean, you could say it's a troll job by, by the honor organization to retire the, after Tavares leaves, um, but he was the final piece of the dynasty. Smythe winner. He won four cups, coached the Islanders, uh, probably part of the greatest trade in Islander history to bring him here. Uh, but you know, it's, it is a big F you to John Tavares because there's not going to be 291s in, in the Raptors. I'm sorry. They're not, they the
2: won't be 227s though.
1: They, that, can definitely happen. It can
2: Cause see, at some point they got to retire someone's number who didn't play for the dynasty teams.
1: And we'll, we'll get into that, you know, in, in a second, but you know, people, you know, I've heard on Twitter that kind of, I guess having John Tinelli retired kind of waters down that. I, I don't think so. No, I, no, I no, 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 no way. He, it was long overdue.
2: Yes. I, maybe I would go more. Look, I love Butch Goring. That one I think is more susceptible, even though he absolutely earns it. Like I'm gonna take nothing away from him. But if you're gonna say it's watered it down, I would go that way as opposed to Tonelli. If if you think John Tinelli, uh, his numbers shouldn't be hanging up there, you just weren't around in, the, in that era watching hockey.
1: You weren't. Yeah, you know, and like it, I wasn't
2: watching the Whalers, no, but I knew who John Tonelli was, and I freaking loved him.
1: Yeah, he um big contributor. You know. Kind of ended abruptly you know, being, being traded, but you know, he 40 goal scorer from the Islanders, won the four cups. Obviously, you know, one of the probably biggest assists in Islanders history. Uh, but he certainly deserves it. And he spoke to Captain Anders Lee and said he wants him to continue wearing the jersey, which is really, really awesome. And it looks like Anders is going to finish his career here with, with that contract and who yeah, knows, probably. and who knows what happens. You know, having his number up there, I mean, it's kind of like the Yankees having number eight retired twice with Yogi Berra and Bill Dickey. Right. Uh, it certainly could happen. Uh Just going over Goring's stats with the Islanders, he played six years with the Islanders. He won three cup, uh, four cups, right? Eighty-seven right. goals, hundred ninety-five points. I mean, obviously, the numbers don't tell everything he's done here. He was a goal, you know, scored. It was more of a goal scorer before he got here with the Kings.
2: Right. He'd already which, been in the league like 10 years. So it's yeah, like, you know,
1: he was an all-star of the Kings. You know, he was well-established. He just brought the intangibles here with the Islanders. And, you know, congrats to uh, both those guys. Um, personally, I mean, I may be a little biased in this, but I think the next guy who should have this number retired is Pat LaFontaine. His number 16 should definitely be retired. Hall of Famer, it's retired by the Buffalo Sabres. Uh I know people are a little split on him because they say he quit on the organization twice. Um uh, people just don't remember how good he was and how important he was to this team. He probably had the second biggest goal in Islanders' history. Yeah, probably. You you might say, okay, JP Barisi's goal in seventy five. Might um, be big. Yeah, okay, third third greatest. Third third. Goal. Top three. Top three, okay. Yeah. But I mean that Easter Epic goal. It, it was it was a monument. That whole game. Um he kind of carried the torch after the cup winning teams. I know he was part of the in the drive for five and he was another one of the greatest trades in Islander history getting, you know, the number third pick in the ninety uh eighty three draft to get him here. But you wanna say he quit on the team forcing his forcing John Pickett to trade him or, you know, sell he wanted him to sell the team. So, Bill Tory had to trade him. John Pickett was a terrible owner at that point. He didn't put any money in the team. The team basically did not get any better after the cup-winning teams. Didn't really right. add anything. But, you know, LaFontaine was here. But after that, it was all those guys just broke down and nothing. They did nothing to replace him, th- those guys. LaFontaine wanted to be here. He wanted to be an Islander for life. The, the owner was going to sell the team. He was kind of just rolling, you know, the tires in the mud. And unfortunately it did not work out here. He wanted to be here. It did not work out. They moved on. They got Pierre Turgeon. Trade worked out for both teams it. and you, you move on, but you can't diminish what he did for the Islanders here. He's no, a can't. player. And then you, you, I don't want to hear that. He quit on the team again. He was an advisor to Wong. Yeah, that's I,
2: not a big I, deal. You know, I, I don't even I don't even consider that. I completely forgot that even happened. I don't. You know, that doesn't bother
1: me. I mean, to fire Neil Smith after six weeks, and you know, hire your backup goaltender to be the GM <laughs> when you know things are going to be in committee. You, you know, it's who who's who's running the show there. I can see why he would get upset. Okay, and we, we've had Pat on the show. We've had him on twice. We've had him for the Easter episode show. And I had a whole conversation with him, a a private one that I'm not going to get into. But he was pretty candid with me. I was writing an article at the time for the Hockey Writers. Remember when I wrote for them, Dan? Yeah, that went well. (laughs) Yeah, just to do like a 25th anniversary of that trade. And we just were talking, and it turned out to be just an off-the-record conversation. And I'm not going to really share anything. But it was – it opened up my eyes to a lot of things when I went behind the scenes during that time. So a lot of fans know that he requested a trade, but he deserves, he's not retired. He, a, he deserves to be in the Honored hall of fame, which is an absolute joke yeah. that he's not. So if you're not.
2: in the NHL hall of fame, you should probably be now. Exactly. Hall of fame
1: I mean, you, they they honored him when, you know, supposedly the college team was, was closing back in 2015. They should have put him in the hall of fame then. It, it's a right. joke. It's not, but hopefully, perhaps next year, or even when Belmont opens, they will rectify that and at least get his name on the, in the Hall of Fame and eventually get his jersey retired because it's long overdue.
2: Yeah, I, I'm not against it. Like, like I said, you know, that was a period of time where I, I don't. You know, it's hard for me to comment on because um, I, I didn't know the ins and outs of what was going on back then. But it's not like he went to the owners and said, don't trade me, and then left for nothing. He said, trade me. I don't want to, you know. <laughs> so at least you're yeah, able no, to and, get to your turn contact.
1: I think you mentioned that because someone, you know, tweeted at me saying he was the original John Tavares.
2: No, which not spurred, at all. He's the exact opposite.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. He was completely honest with the team.
2: And More in common and... with Taylor Hall than John Tavares.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, you can't just say he was here for eight years. 287 goals, you know, he was over a point per player game, you know, he had 54 goals in 1989-90, you yeah, know, he's good. He, good year, good year, right, he had 40 yeah. goals, one, two, three, four, five, four, four years with the Islanders, that's pretty good, I still think it? he's the
2: greatest American-born player of all time, I, that's, I, you know, injuries cut his his career short, and I, I just, I, you know, from everyone I've seen in my, in my lifetime, I
1: I still think he's number one, I do. I, I agree. And it's a real shame because, you know, his career ended at 32. Yep. And with the concussions, you know, unfortunately he had to screw with the Rangers, but even that last year with the Rangers, he had 23 goals. He was He would have
2: had six or 700 more points if he kept playing.
1: Yeah, if He was healthy. He probably would have played at least another five
2: years. Yeah. He, he probably, so you know, he probably like, so even if he had 70, he probably would have had like another 400 points.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, that would
2: put him around 1500.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a shame, but I mean, it's, um, but, you know, what, what are you going to do? You've seen the Hall of Fame and, uh, let's, let's get him into the Honors Hall of Fame and get his number up there. Oh,
2: yeah. I agree.
1: But okay. But okay, we'll move on to the next piece of business. Um, our old friend Josh Hosing's back.
2: Oh.
1: And uh, the next I two know, topics, I'm
2: just going to be groaning through the entire yeah. time.
1: Let's make them quick. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, well, let's, let's do this quick. Okay. Um, he reached out to the honor organization because if he wants to get traded, he needs to play. He needs to showcase yes. his talents and he wasn't getting traded because it was been, it's been months already sitting up in Toronto doing nothing. He needs to be out there. Um, I came, so I was at the Sound Tigers game tonight and my, my kids, you know, who basically we go there every game, um, know where the, the players who don't play, they, they hang out. So of course he's our saying Zach and Abby went up there, took a picture with him. you know, the autograph, whatever. He's gonna wear thirty four now.
2: Oh boy!
1: Yeah, That's so a shitty um, number, exactly. <laughs> That's so a shitty number. Whatever. Um, he was listed as forty for, I the longest time. Don't don't know why, but whatever. Uh, so I guess Yon Denny. I guess he would be the Islander uh, representative number thirty four. I can't think of anybody else who wore thirty four. Uh, I'm sure there's someone else has, but I can't off the top of my yeah. head. I can't remember. But yeah, he needs to play. Uh, Bridgeport, you know, although they won tonight, they, you know, are still struggling. They can't score. They're like last in the HL in scoring. They lost to the Wallstrom, which we'll get into in a little bit. Simon Holmstrom's still hurt. Uh, Kiefer Bellis has been on a tear lately. He scored again tonight. He's got That's like seven. What, seven goals in nine games. Yeah. He's, he's been great. And what really impresses me about him now. Is his play away from the puck. You know, he's even when he doesn't score, he's driving to the net, he's getting the opportunity, he looks more confident. He's you see him he's visible in the game right now. Early in the year he just was you couldn't see him on the ice at all. And hopefully Do you think
2: his skating is still a liability?
1: Um it's improving. Okay. It, it definitely is. Is uh, he a better
2: skater than Anders Lee? Remember how bad a little skater Anders Lee was when he first came up?
1: He was. Yeah, he he was. But the good thing about Lee is, like, he's so big and physical that he couldn't knock him off the puck. Right. Where, you know, Kiefer now, he's he would just get knocked off the puck, you know, last year and even early in the year. Now he's he's fighting through it. And, you know, although he might lose it occasionally, he's keeping it more so than he was before. So whether we see him later on the year... Or this is a, a trade chip? Who, who knows? But I mean, it can only help the Islanders and the soundtrack is if he keeps playing this well. Sure,
2: absolutely. You know, they, they you know, that's what they drafted him for. And uh, he's kind of stalled out a little bit, um, development-wise. it's just it has been working out like you know the game just seemed too much for him. But now, let's hope that this is him catching up to that and and you know making adjustments now. The league will adjust back, and it's up for him to keep adapting. So that's the thing with these prospects. Like they a lot of them have early success, and then you get the league adjusts to you. Hey, you have to adjust back, and then the league adjusts again, and then you have to adjust back. You can't be a one-trick pony, which is unfortunately a lot of the problems that Hoseng has had. Everybody knows what he's going to do. He's going to come in. He's going to look for a pass. You play off of him, and then you could trap him in the corner and force a turnover. And he's never changed that.
1: No, he hasn't, and it's. um My annoyance
2: with him has nothing to do with him personally. I think he's a great – I think he's a good kid. I don't really – seriously, I don't have a problem with him. I like his enthusiasm. I like the moxie that he has. But if he was my teammate, I hate his guts. Everybody has that teammate that they've played with where he just is so stubborn and he won't listen. And it's just like you can't survive in the AHL, let alone the NHL, if you don't shoot the puck. Look how much better Barzell has been since he started shooting the puck
1: more with authority. Yeah. Yeah yeah you you're, you're absolutely Barzell right bar he score
2: thirty goals this year he can' and there's he no can. reason Hossein can't score fifteen and if he scored fifteen he'd have sixty assists because then he'd be op- other people would be open exactly so you know it's just it's just a frustration. it's just he has talent, but it just doesn't translate, and part of it's on him so yeah. I, I don't know at this point this is obvious this has got to be his last chance
1: oh it 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 has to be because if uh he plays and if he plays you know Okay, you know, please kind will of he that. get
2: called up is the question. It like say he has say he has twelve points in his first six games. Will he get
1: called up? If there's a need to I think so. There yeah.
2: is a need to. Ross
1: Johnstons on the first line. But having him there I mean, it doesn't solve the, the issue with the owners. They, they need someone who can score. Having no, them- but if if you put him
2: with uh who's Nelson's who's Nelson playing with right now?
1: What was it? He was playing with Komarov yesterday. He
2: was playing with Komarov and Everly, right? Yeah. Okay, so you put him, you put him with Everly and Nelson, and you know, because obviously those two have really good shots. If you have someone that can get get them open, that that could help.
1: It, it could help. but I don't think look it's at, going to
2: we have to assume that there's scoring. not going to be a trade. There's been one trade in two years, so we have to look internally. So if he puts up 15 points in six games, you got to call him up.
1: Well, I, I Honestly, I think if you're going to look for scoring, it's going to have to be from, say, Keeper Bellis.
2: Right if it, now, if you're uh, looking
1: for a full yeah, score, maybe,
2: maybe I don't know. Maybe you call both of them up.
1: <laughs> Seriously, maybe, maybe I mean because you know, Comer. There's a reason why Comer's been scratched last yeah. few games, and you know, yes. it, 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 it's enough already with him. Uh, Michael Del Cole, who you know finally scored last weekend. Hopefully he'll be ready soon, but you can't expect much, you know, scoring out of him.
2: No, there are forwards that could sit. So there is, there is room for these guys if they, if they, if they can excel and show that they deserve to be up there. It'd just be very interesting to see what happens. Like, you know, if Hosang's is typical, you know, one goal, four assists in 15 games or one goal, nine assists in 15 games, or is he going to come out and, and just absolutely dominate? If he does, you got to call him up. He's got to get a look.
1: The problem is he, he hasn't played, you know, an organized game since tr- training camp and preseason. I know.
2: Sometimes so, that works you, though, you know, sometimes yeah. in the short term that works.
1: Yeah, but you, you don't know how long that's, you know, that could, that could last. That could be just playing, you know, purely on adrenaline and then, you know, it's right. going to bottom out on you. But I mean, w- wish him nothing but the best. I mean, he's here now. It's a clean slate. Uh, if you play as well and they look to trade him, so be it. I mean, the, they, uh, they need something from this guy, because right. if not, he's gonna be playing in Europe next year.
2: Yes, that is true.
1: Yeah. Speaking of Europe, yes, great segue. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah.
2: Well, you get the news guy. You read it. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, all right. So. Um, <laughs> I thought you I, I gave you an alley oop, and you like passed it I, back to me. Like,
1: what the hell's going on here? I mean, this is, this is also like the, you know, the size segment, I guess. You know, with you and host and I guess. You can call <sighs> us an unsolved mystery. Yeah. Who knows with, with uh, Ilyas Sorokin? It's like, uh, where in the
2: world is Carmen San Diego?
1: Exactly. It came out earlier.
2: Euro Sank. How do you like that name? I was calling that earlier.
1: <laughs> it, you know, it came out earlier, like, in the year that he wasn't going to seek an extension and he's going to play out his contract, which ends at the end of the season. Come over here. That's going to be awesome. That's great. Finally, he's here. Then his KHL team was going to offer him an extension. Who knows whether he's going to take it or it like not. It like a
2: lot of money, though, dude. It was like exactly. he's he the highest-paid player in the
1: KHL. It's going to be a lot more than his one-year entry-level deal, I'm sure, about right. that. And then in uh, Elliot Freeman's uh column today, that maybe he's looking to force a trade from the Islanders. Who knows? Uh
2: but yeah, because he said the path to starting was to a team where the path to starting is quicker. The path has been cleared for him. I don't get that at all. That doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, Thomas Rice is, uh, unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. They brought in Varlamov for him. Right. Uh, what else can you possibly do this guy? Uh, is not the problem with this Islander team. No, I mean, yeah, it, I'm it, not gonna lose
2: any sleep over this. Right.
1: If he's gonna come over here and score 50 goals, so be yeah, it, I'll take him. But yeah, they they have more pressing needs than having a goaltender here. And who knows, if you know, bring this guy over, he finally he signs for a one year deal, and then what happens if he's just an average goaltender? Or what happens if they want to bring Thomas Christ back for right. for a year or you know, possibly two The who
2: problem knows? with this this crap, Noel, is that it's like they feel like the Russians feel like they're entitled to just a job. Like they like they don't have to work. You know what I mean? Here, okay, here's your here's your roster spot. There you go. You're good. No, I'm not going to the minor leagues. Well, fuck you. Seriously. I'm at the point where it's like, dude, if 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 you're gonna come over here and you're ready to work and you're ready to go, you know, you're ready to get your nose dirty, let's go. But if you're gonna hem and haw, I have no problem trading this guy at the deadline or whenever for a forward, because you will get something for him, because teams will think they can get him over here. Trade him for us, someone that can help this offense, and then just roll with Grice for a line off next year. Or you guys go call Robin Lehner up. I don't care. If he, I'm tired of this shit. I'm, I'm, it's just damn. Let's go. Either you're in or you're out. And I need to know soon.
1: Yeah. I mean, cause like you see, they have a lot more, They can always bring back Leonard, who's on a one year deal. I mean, hopefully that, you know, relationship wasn't too fractured. I'm sure he'd be back in a second with his fan base. And even right. Rice, who's been you know, great. I'm sure he'd want to come back. Yeah. I mean,
2: it's, but look at, look at the Rangers goalie situation. That kid. It was just as decorated as Sorokin. Yeah. Um, it was it? Is this, I can't pr- pronounce his last name, like, uh, Shestation, So, Shestation, yeah. something not gonna, not gonna work here anymore. Exactly. Um, but he came over, he's going to Hartford, and he's the best goalie in the AHL right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, and you know, he'll and be know, up,
2: yeah. he'll be up very shortly.
1: Yeah. I know the Islander track record with European players hasn't been great, uh, especially for, for Russians.
2: Russians. Yeah. They've done a fine with other other countries.
1: I mean, there are a couple guys who this hasn't worked out playing in, in Bridgeport, but, uh, you know, yeah. Russians, mostly Russians. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm mostly Russians. But if, if, if you're telling me the final piece of bringing in a forward is trading him in a number one for a just state, you know, JG, you know, Pagio, I'm doing it. You know, or, uh, or know like, Hoffman, I yeah, training. I train for Hoffman,
2: but no, they, yeah. Florida doesn't need a goalie.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. They have night. I, mean, I don't think they're really, uh, you know, trading anybody. I mean, so it's, there's really no, I mean, now that Taylor Hall's got, I, mean, I would have traded him for Taylor Hall. I don't care. Yeah, I would have. I don't care either.
2: I would have traded him for Taylor Hall.
1: Yeah, because this fan base hates that word rental. And I don't, care. Think,
2: I don't care. I want to win. It's time to win. This team's to exactly. to win. Let's go. Exactly. Look, I'm not trading, I'm not trading Dobson for a rental. I'm probably not trading Wallstrom for a rental. Everyone else is fair game.
1: Um, you know what? I'm trading anybody. If if it's, if you're telling me it's Dobson for Hall, straight up, I'm doing it. No, you're not. You can't I'm, do I'm, that. I'm, you I'm, can't. I'm,
2: now let's not No, let let's not let us not, not let's not go Milbury here, okay? No,
1: it's it, that's not Milbury because this this team is is the top three in the league. This team has a chance to win. This seems not getting any younger. You're this, not trading.
2: Not, you're not trading. Not, you're not trading Dobson for a rental. You can't do that.
1: You only, can't. Yes, the Avalanche
2: can. Avalanche didn't trade their top prospect for a rental and they could have.
1: The Avalanche don't need him. Uh, no, yeah,
2: they do. They 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 need they they hey, have their one line team.
1: The islanders aren't on a one line. Look at that one, look at that team. The, 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 you know, the islanders don't have that that firepower.
2: No, they don't, but you can't you can't trade and look look at look, look at the return that Hall got. He they the Arizona didn't have to get their top prospect. In a rental situation, you shouldn't have to give up your top prospect unless you're trading for, like, Mario Lemieux as a rental. No one out there – you know what I mean? No one out there is going to be like that. You do not have to trade Dobson for Mike Hoffman.
1: You don't or Peugeot. You no, trade the no,
2: first-round pick. No. You trade a couple other prospects.
1: No, I'm, I'm not trading him for – I'm I'm saying if it was for Taylor Hall. I'm trading him. I'm, I'm not trading uh, Dobson for those two. Uh, agree to disagree. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> Less than two years ago he was a heart winner. He's
2: still so, a heart winner, but he's also you know he's walking and he's injury prone.
1: He's walking, but you know, he's he's gonna play for a contract. He's gonna give it all and he's he putting He's gonna bars. play for a contract somewhere else. <laughs> well he is now, but you don't have to worry about that. I'm just like, cuz now-
2: why would he's going to like Calgary or something. He's not he's not he's not staying in New York. He's a Which, fucking robot. He has zero personality, he's not comfortable around here.
1: That sounds kind of familiar, but. Uh,
2: it does, like, actually. Oh, my God. Because I met Taylor Hall. I mean, nice, nice kid. He is like, he really is a robot. Like, yeah. <laughs> he, him and him and uh, Tavares were created in the same plant. Oh, God. There's like a Westworld up in Ontario where it's just, uh, it's all hockey players. <laughs> robot <laughs> hockey players.
1: Right. But, you know, like, I, I'm just, I'm sick of prospects. and
2: I, I am, too. I am, too. But you don't, but you, you also have to know which ones to keep. You would have traded Barzell for Duchesne. How would that worked out? You would have too. I know. I know. I, I, I forgot to remember that. Damn it! You weren't supposed <laughs> to remember that.
1: Come oh, on, please. You know, and like
2: uh, I, well, I, I, you know what? We would have been dead wrong.
1: We would have been yeah, absolutely, and that's, that's okay to admit it. But the, when was the last time they actually they traded a prospect that actually pros, prospered someplace else? Uh, I, I'm not going to need a riar because they for because he forced that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I they,
2: I don't know. There really hasn't been one. No, there hasn't. I mean, but they also haven't traded their top prospect either in any of these deals.
1: No, even I mean, the they, Ryan,
2: even the Ryan Smith deal, there were no high end prospects going there.
1: No, they at that point they gave a lot up. It, nothing panned out, but they they did give up a haul for him. And
2: uh, I guess Neil, Neil Robert Nilson, I guess at the time was considered a good prospect, but that's about it.
1: Yeah, well, Ryan O'Mara who. But They're he not,
2: was not. He he was not. He was not a. He was not a big prospect. Yeah, he was a he, first round pick, but he was not.
1: you're you know year before. Um, yeah, that doesn't mean so, anything. No, I mean it's. I mean at, at that point their prospect pool wasn't great yeah. anyway. That's the thing
2: too. Yeah, like look, like I said, you want to go through. You can you, 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 for a rental, you should be able to use a, a pick or two picks and B level prospects. You should not have to trade your A level prospects for a rental. And and
1: Lou won't. We know that. No, and but. If, if, if you want to compare what the Devils gave up, you could have got Sebastian Ajo, maybe, like, a number one, a number th- a three, and, like, I don't know, Durando or something like that. That probably would have, would have been the simple well, haul.
2: Fr- Friedman get- in this article said that they, uh, they, the Islanders made an offer that was a hockey trade, so it wasn't pick-centric. It was player-centric, and he lists them as one of the teams that wanted to talk extension, and they were not allowed access to do that. Okay. I mean, it was so. Calgary. It was the Islanders, Calgary and someone else, uh, of Florida. They wanted to talk contract extension and they were not allowed to.
1: Okay. I mean, it's, it's smart to, for Lou to think that because he would have given up more. Right. Know, to do that. But well, mean, no, just...
2: if you're telling me, if you're telling me, if you're telling me you're bringing in Hall and he's going to sign for six, four or five years or whatever, you got that deal done. Then yeah, I have no problem giving Walsh him up because that's, he's replacing him. So that doesn't bother me.
1: You know, speaking of Wallstrom, they uh, loaned him to Team USA.
2: King of the Segway tonight.
1: <laughs> it's great. Yeah, King of the Segway. Um, you know which which is good because, although I mean he's he's been okay this year in Bridgeport. I mean he's, he been the new game. he's been fine. He's only had three goals this year. Um, he doesn't have much help down there. Yeah, that's the thing. There's there's no help down there. I mean, hosting. But it's the thing with him, yeah, exactly, exactly. The coach, you know, the player killer. But good. um, it was good good to get him there. Uh, cause just let him let him rip it, get some scoring and some confidence and bring it yeah, back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think it's, no, this is good for him. He'll be one of the senior leaders there. That's good.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, coming up after the break, I got a great Tom Kunako we'll story for you and we'll let you know about our uh, new podcast. Okay, as you know, uh dot com designed the new logo for the podcast, That's and nice. it's it's very nice. Uh We're gonna give a few away at the live show at uh, Offside Tavern Saturday, July uh, July. I wish we should like uh, January fourth,
2: January fourth,
1: uh, January. I hope 4th. you told
2: our guest that day.
1: Oh God, I know.
2: <laughs> and we can also announce that Dan Searcy will be joining us.
1: Yeah, so we'll do a little a lighthouse round, round table. table. Yep exactly but um yeah if you want the new shirt or any other of the fantastic shirts on the vintage ice hockey website go to vintageicehockey.com kevin does a tremendous job he keeps releasing new logos uh use our code buzz15 to get 15% off and um yeah our our stores on there too We can get mugs hoodies t-shirts uh and it's, uh, it's a great logo. He did such a great job with it.
2: Yeah, he did. It's better than we could do. So it was great. So we want to thank Kevin for that. And, yeah, exactly. uh, get on there and get you, get, get the gear on there because there's just great stuff on there. They keep adding new stuff every day. And, uh, get a coffee mug. Get an Alice's best coffee mug. Think about us in the morning.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, um, okay. So Tom Kunachel, okay, who got recently yes. recalled by the Islanders, uh, played in Bridgeport for a little while. And you know, my son Zach, who, uh, loves getting sticks and stuff like that, uh, his new thing now besides the sticks is getting 8x10s signed by the player. So he's gotten quite a bit over the, you know, the season. He got Hosang again today. He got Andrew, actually Andrew Ladd on a puck today. But, uh, Kunak, he had a couple of really cool pictures, uh, two of them when he won the cup with the, the Penguins and then Islander won. So, our seats are right by the tunnel for the sound Tigers come out. So it's very easy for... I mean, pretty much you can sit anywhere in that place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, friends and family only. But after the second period of last Monday's game, as they were going back in the tunnels, Zach was like, you know, to Kunakoli Tom, keep some pictures. He's like, sure, after the game. Not a problem. He, after the game... Going back into the tunnel, it's like, yeah, let me just go to Tom and bring it back. A couple minutes passed, nothing happened. We got kicked out by the um, security, unfortunately. So my son, very resourceful, reached out to Tom on Instagram. So he looked and his last post was when he won the cup for the Penguins. So, <laughs> like, so it's okay. recent. <laughs> right. So it, it, it's pretty recent. So he, you know, so what the hell? He reached out to him. He, he sure enough, he got back to Zach within like, half hour. Wow. So, he's, yeah, he's like, you know, um, I'm at the, this was, I think, two days later. He's like, I'm I'm at the arena if you can, if you want to come soon. Uh, Exactly. He's like, I'm in school till three. Unfortunately, I won't be able to come. But my birthday is this past Saturday, and we went to Hershey to see the game. And that was a disaster yeah. game. But, you know, we got, you know, seats near the tunnel there. And sure enough, he didn't play that game. Oh, see. So Zach was, you know, kind of annoyed, but didn't really think about it, you know, that uh Tom would get back to him on Instagram, which he did yeah. after the game, saying, I'm at the tunnel if you're still here. Oh, that's awesome. That was really awesome. Unfortunately, we yeah. were gone then. Oh, God. And I'm, and Tom like, telling Zach, like, you got to check your phone. You got to put, uh, put your notifications on. <laughs> put them on. Yeah. So he reached out to him again. He's like, um, you know, I can come back to the. Because we were at Chocolate World there at Hershey Park, which is if, if anyone's been there, it's like across the parking lot from the Giant Center.
2: Oh, that candy and, store is the greatest candy store in the world.
1: Yeah, it's great, but then again, you can buy half that stuff at Target.
2: So oh, I like, know, but it doesn't matter. Just the experience.
1: Yeah. So there's uh, things you
2: can't buy there, like the Elvis peanut butter cup.
1: Yeah, I mean, but you spent fourteen bucks for a peanut butter cup.
2: Oh, know yeah, it's, it's the like, king of, of the Barclays candy store. I don't want to hear it.
1: So like Barclays, you're right.
2: Yeah, so, this is completely different. Don't you don't you besmirch the Hershey official store?
1: I me, I'm I'm there all the time. I, I spend right. six bucks to design it. Okay, so
2: box. sorry. I didn't mean, let's finish the story.
1: No, no problem. So we he reached out to Zach about you know he was being at the tunnel, and sure enough, we were gone. Uh, Zach's like, we're going to the game on Wednesday, which is today. Could we do it today? It's it called you know, up. He's like, oh yeah, no problem. of course he gets called up. Of course. So, yeah. So hopefully I, I told Zach, why don't you just reach out to him again and see if you can just mail the photos to him.
2: Yeah. Mail yeah. to him like in a, with an envelope to mail them back.
1: Yeah, exactly. So we'll, uh, we'll keep everyone posted. I know everyone's eagerly weighing, you know, the conclusion to this story, but. Uh... Oh,
2: I know. this. Yeah. Yeah. I know.
1: Yeah. Okay. You see, okay. what I used to
2: do is I used to take my own pictures and have them sign it because like you got some, I got some really, you get some really cool ones with a really good camera, you know?
1: Right, no, that's good. Yeah, so I have do-
2: one of Trevor Gillies punching Tom Siceto right in the face. And uh, uh Trevor signed it um like uh, he said something like uh like eat it, Tommy. Or like, eat like, eat my fist or something like that. Like, Sincerely Trevor Gillies. Oh that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the best pictures I ever took. Like literally clocking him right in the face.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, that's great. What what he makes me do, he'll find pictures you know online. And then I'll just like, you know, Photoshop a little bit of it and then yeah. I'll go to like Walgreens or something like that and print out the eight by tens. Yeah. So, that's what I used to like, do. It was, Wal- my, it was just my own pictures. Okay. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it, it's, it's frustrating because like, I'm there like every other day at pre-Walgreens with these stupid pictures.
2: You're like <laughs> the only person that still prints out pictures.
1: <laughs> yeah, Exactly. I'm not, I'm not wasting, you know, my cartridges in the home. Oh, no, no. Yeah. You, no. you print out one eight by 10, you blow you know, 20 cartridges right there. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so we're boring people enough already. Okay. So our uh news with our new podcast. So this is something you know I thought about for a while now. And we've kind of done this over the few years on our show where we've interviewed former Islanders. Uh we've had a bunch of different ones, you know, Brian Spolinski, Tom Chorsky, we've had we have Jason Blake, uh Rich Pelon, you know, Rich Pelon, Mithra Yeah. yeah. Exactly, we've, we've, we've had a lot, uh, the list goes on. I mean, you know, Hall of Famers we've had, we had Pat Bonfontaine, you know, Dennis Podfin, Brian yep. Trade, we've had all these guys, you know, Kelly Rudy, uh, not, not to keep name dropping, of course. But, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, yeah. <laughs> know, <Well>, we are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I wanted to do something different now and wanted to kind of reach out to former players where you haven't really heard about for a while now, whether they played one game or a hundred games. So it's, I interviewed our first guy over the week and we're going to debut this, uh, series in January. I'm still thinking of a good name, uh, but it's going to be kind of either a bi-weekly or a monthly podcast. Where are they uh, now? Something like, yeah, you know, like where are they now? Yeah, but pretty much whether it's a guy who played one game, well, you know, in a career with the Islanders or one game career in the nhl which are a couple of guys who i'm kind of working on that as well so it's going to be interesting to kind of catch up on some of these guys see what their story is like sure. and uh it should be interesting
2: yeah it's gonna be fun it's, it's a good new venture and we're looking forward to like so we've had a lot of guys on so far but there's so many more with great stories to tell and then the, you know you get some names from the past and and then you know not so not so distant future so it'll be it'll be good to uh not not too distant past is what I was trying to say. You know, we're not going all the way back to the dynasty years. There'll be guys from the seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands. Basically, whoever will come on will be on Will be one of our guests.
1: <laughs> exactly. And if you have any suggestions, you know, hit us up on Twitter and on Facebook. Because uh, our we'll first guest
2: stick- will be John Tavares. it. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, and uh, yeah. All right. So it's time for the tweet of the week. Yes, it's a good one. And- uh, yeah, Yeah. so this is pretty much, you know, after yesterday's disaster, it's by the Blue and Orange Army. So uh, those guys are great, and it's uh throw this one straight in the fucking trash. That's it. <laughs> That's tweet. Hashtag Isles. I mean. yeah.
2: So it's to the point. Throw it in the
1: trash. That's all. That's a tweet. Exactly. And we'll, yep. we'll move on. But uh, don't forget, live show, Saturday, yes. January 4th. January 4th.
2: Dan Saracini, Russ Cohen will be there. Also bring his books to sign. He's, he's a very accomplished author and I believe he's not going to just bring his hockey books. He's going to bring some of his baseball books as well. He's a fantastic baseball writer, huge Mets fan. So it's probably a tragic, uh, a tragic book in seven chapters. So, um, you know, right, definitely check that out. He'll be there to sign him as well. So we're looking forward to it.
1: Exactly. And before we go, congratulations to our friend Jillian Fisher on getting married. Yes. Yes that looked like a real fun wedding
2: yeah i had no idea that was happening that came out of
1: nowhere yeah exactly exactly
2: yeah sweet invite jillian tom Lafossa was there
1: yeah i saw that where we? jersey devil too
2: yeah yeah i actually texted tom i'm like wait is this real
1: (laughs) i know i thought it was some kind of like video that she was working
2: on no she i guess she kept it on the download. she wanted to keep it pretty private and small and you know so good good for her congratulations i know her her honeymoon's like through western canada Right. The right time of year. So, uh, you know, good luck to you. And, you know, and uh, I'm sure we'll still keep seeing great content from her as well. But congratulations, Jillian. Yeah,
1: yeah. absolutely. All right, Dan. We'll see you soon. See
2: ya.